We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, September the 17th, 2021. Today's show, I lock in my official predictions. The Gamecocks travel to Athens, Georgia for their SEC opener to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. Can South Carolina do the unthinkable between the hedges yet again and pull the monumental upset in Shane Beamer's first ever SEC game? Guys, I'll lock that in much more. We got a packed show here on a Friday. And it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company. They're a moving services company. And they're also employee-owned co-op. The movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. Or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. To hell, to hell, to hell with Georgia, the cesspool of the South. Amen. 
Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Spurs Up show. As always, I figured what better way. I know we did that yesterday, singing to hell, to hell with Georgia. But every day is a great day to sing and to say to hell with Georgia. Again, folks, happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Appreciate you all tuning in. I hope this show finds you well, no matter where you are, what you're doing, whether you're on the commute, you're in the office, you're on the job, you got the day off, maybe you're in class, whatever it may be, guys. Thank you again so much for the continued love and support, guys. Everything we're doing right now with business and content, you guys continue to be there rocking and rolling with every single thing we do. So again, folks, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I cannot say it enough how grateful I am for each and every single one of you that takes even a moment to listen, to interact, to support the content, the business, the merchandise, everything we do again, folks. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I cannot say it enough. Guys, before we get rocking and rolling with everything, we lock in our prediction for the game tomorrow as the Gamecocks go on the road between the hedges looking to do the unthinkable yet again. I do want to remind you guys tomorrow, if you're not going to Athens and you need somewhere to watch the game, official TSUS watch party tomorrow night at the Carolina Alehouse location in Harbison in Columbia, South Carolina. Again, if you're in the Columbia area, you're going to be familiar, but Harbison, the Harbison location, guys, we will be there. Yours truly probably going to get there around five or five 30 or so. Uh, kickoff, of course, is at 7 o'clock. But again, guys, going to be a really, really good time. And again, Carolina Alehouse taking care of our people. If you tell them you're with TSUS, you're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. Doesn't matter if it's food. Doesn't matter if it's drink. You're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. So again, guys, Carolina Alehouse Harbison location tomorrow night as the Gamecocks take on the Georgia Bulldogs and hope to see a bunch of rowdy Gamecocks out and about at Carolina Alehouse tomorrow night also guys really really quickly and listen again i'm not going to get into specifics and talk about this specifically on this show and all that whatever you guys know i'm a sports guy i stay in my lane but the reality is what the reality is and as we all know we saw the announcement a couple days ago it looks like and it's official masks are back at williams bryce stadium at least for the foreseeable future well if you gotta wear a mask you might as well look stylish doing it TSUS mask and neck gaiters are available on our store, TSUS.store. So again, if you want to go ahead and purchase one, I can't guarantee it'll be there in time for the Kentucky game. But of course, we've got the Troy game following right after. So again, guys, if you got to wear a mask, why not look good doing it? We got Beamer Ball masks all aboard the Shane train. We've got normal TSUS logo masks, all kinds of stuff. Rowdy Rooster. We've got neck gaiters as well. So be sure to check that out again. Just dropped those yesterday. TSUS dot store that's t-s-u-s dot store be sure to check that out as long as well as all of our other merchandise as well all right guys without further ado let's go ahead and get this thing locking in our prediction here on a friday as the gamecocks travel to athens georgia to take on the georgia bulldogs the second ranked georgia bulldogs now for this game this weekend Many of you have gone back and referenced the 2019 game when Salkana traveled to Athens as 24 and a half point underdogs. And like I said many times, did the unthinkable, pulled what I would call guys arguably the greatest upset in school history, the most improbable upset in school history. And I was thinking back to that week, guys, and my feelings overall. It's kind of a funny story. And I was going back and forth that week in regards to, you know, did I want to go to Athens? Did I not? We were actually partnered up at the time with Tannehill's Group Therapy. And I thought, you know what? 
let's just throw a watch party here in Columbia. We'll watch the game all together. And I thought to myself, you know what? We're a 24 and a half point underdog anyways. Like, what's the point in going? We're probably not going to win. With that being said, though, I remember that week feeling strangely optimistic for whatever reason. I really did. I I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not picking South Carolina to win. I don't think we're going to win. But I do kind of feel like we can muddy this game up and make it a little bit closer than I think Vegas says and make it a little closer than people were giving South Carolina credit for. And, of course, guys, we all know how that went down. The Gamecocks were able to get a 20-17 to win. And like I said, one of the greatest and, and most fun days, I would say, probably in Gamecocks football history. So many of you have been referencing that game because, of course, as we know, South Carolina sits right now as a 32-point underdog. 32 points. South Carolina, of course, 2-0 right now. A great start to the Shane Beamer era. Getting the big win last weekend over East Carolina and, of course, your season opener against the EIU. Meanwhile, Georgia also sitting at 2-0, beating that team from the upstate in week one in a defensive slugfest and then taking care of their business week two against UAB. Now, guys, I've done as good a job as I could do all week long in regards to being positive and optimistic and not crushing anyone's hopes and dreams. Because I think a lot of positives can come from this football game tomorrow afternoon. Again, we all know you're outmatched. You're outclassed. Georgia, top to bottom, has more talent than you have on your roster, top to bottom. I don't know if there's anybody out there that would really argue that point. But good things can come out of this football game that don't have to do with the final score in regards to, hey, South Carolina developing a consistent running game. Maybe guys on the outside continue to emerge. Maybe your tight ends continue to show flashes and continue to show you they're going to be a weapon in your offense. Maybe another player steps up at the running back position, right? I just mentioned the offensive line play. Maybe they start to gel a little bit better. Hey, defensively, maybe your defense is really legit and your D-line continues to be creatures and your secondary continues to show that they are better than they have been the last couple of seasons. There are minor victories in this football game that can happen for you. And I know many of you are saying, Chris, how dare you jump to the conclusion that South Carolina is not going to win this football game? Tell us how the Gamecocks can win. Well, I'll tell you this. You look back to 2019. If South Carolina is going to pull off this upset, folks, you look to 2019 and what happened, right? Well, to go on the road is a near five-touchdown underdog. And to do the unthinkable. Here's what has to happen. Number one, Georgia cannot have their A game. Guys, I hate to tell you, but if Georgia has their A game, if Georgia's on their A game tomorrow night, it doesn't matter what South Carolina does. It does not matter because they are better than you. They are more talented than you, top to bottom. This is a David versus Goliath situation. And I don't think I have to tell you who is David and who is Goliath in this situation. So you got to hope Georgia has an off night. 2019, taking nothing away from South Carolina, by the way, but 2019, Georgia didn't play their best football game. They just didn't, flat out. They didn't play their best game. Secondly, I talked about it yesterday and talking about keys to the game. You got to get game-changing type of turnovers. You look back to 2019, Israel McCormick with three interceptions. He had a fumble recovery. But, of course, Izzy's, Izzy's interceptions, when they came, how they came, of course, one of them was a pick six. You got to get game-changing type of turnovers, and you have to take care of the football on your end. Guys, in a game tomorrow night where the turnover margin is even or or in favor of the dogs, you stand no chance. You stand no chance to win at all. South Carolina was barely good enough to overcome turnovers and beat ECU. You most certainly are not good enough 
to overcome turnovers and losing the turnover margin and beat Georgia. That I can assure you of. And the final thing that I think needs to happen, I think Beamer Bowl has to play an effect here. I think special teams, I, th- I will say this, guys, I think special teams could be the thing that makes this game closer than the experts think, as Lee Corso would say on college game. I, I think special teams is the thing that could give South Carolina a much better chance than people are giving credit for. If you are able to return a kick for a touchdown, if you're able to block a kick, block a punt, return a punt for a score. Hey, not even be a score. If you're able to be successful in the return game at all and give yourself really, really good field position, give yourself short fields, all of a sudden, hey, you never know. You never know what might happen. But it's scary, right, to go into a game where you're having to bank on all of those things, guys, all of those things happening. Because as much as Gamecock fans have referenced 2019, and I respect it because 2019 shows you, hey, you can talk about Vegas lines and what the game should be like on paper. The game's not played on paper. The game's not played in a casino. The game is played on the field between the white lines for 60 minutes. And what happens on the field happens, right? What happens on the field happens. Crazy things can happen. And we've seen it especially when Georgia and South Carolina get together. But fans reference 2019 and what the Gamecocks did, like Georgia's not also thinking about 2019 and what South Carolina did. You don't think that's going to be a huge motivation factor for this Georgia team and Kirby Smart that, hey, you know, we allowed these guys to come into our house in 2019 and beat us and knock our season off the destination we had it trying to go. Again, that was that was still an 11-win Georgia team, but still. You think that's not something? You don't think that their coaches and their staff are saying that to their players this, this week? You think they're letting their players and their staff and everybody in, in that building forget about what South Carolina did the last time they were there and, and chewing up the hedges and tearing up the hedges? Do you think they're really not using that as motivation this week? So it goes on both sides. So what is the 2019 factor really mean in this football game? Probably nothing. Probably nothing, to be totally honest with you. Of course, the other big storyline in this one we talked yesterday, but the Will Muschamp factor, is that something neat for fans? Is it going to be annoying seeing his face on TV? Yes. Does it matter in the grand scheme of things when it comes to this football game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Other than, other than Will Muschamp is coaching special teams. So, hey, maybe Beamer Ball will happen because I have no doubt in my mind that Shane Beamer and Pete Limbo are going to play mental mind games with Will Muschamp. Now, that was my optimistic side, guys. If all those things can happen, if you can force a couple of game-changing turnovers, if, you know, if, if quarterback issues eat Georgia alive and your defensive line has the game of their lives and your secondary is a little better than you expect, and, and uh, you know, maybe you can run the football, you can use the tight ends, all of a sudden you look up late third quarter, early fourth quarter, and it's a tight ball game. It's a, it's a one-score game. That's certainly possible. But... It makes me very concerned to go into a game and to be banking on all of these things to be happening. All of these things. Guys, realistically, South Carolina is a football team that needed a game-winning field goal to beat East Carolina. That's just the reality. Those are facts. Those are statistics. That's what happened last weekend. Okay? And so, again, I think a lot of good can come from this football game. But when you look back again a weekend, just just a week ago, wasn't that long ago, just one week, this is a football team that scored one offensive touchdown against the ECU defense. The defense, guys, that's not very good. On the flip side, 
Georgia's defense is very good. They are ranked number one in the country, and they made Clemson look foolish. And I know we all love to shit on Clemson and talk about how bad they are and, you know, to hell with them. I get it. I hate Clemson too. But you think Carolina's got a better offense than Clemson does? I mean, do, do you really honestly in your heart of hearts believe that? Well, the answer is no, you don't. You don't. Not with Zeb Noland at quarterback, which it sounds like he's most likely going to be getting the start again, which, I mean, that's, that's just a whole other topic for a whole other podcast of, of my feelings and thoughts on the frustrations of Luke Doty probably not being ready to go. But again, you look at this football game tomorrow night. Simply put, when you are depending on as many crazy things happening, and guys, what happened in 2019 was nothing short of a miracle. Nothing short of a miracle. And you have to have hope, right, to build a program, to sell your program in recruiting. Right? I've talked about this a lot with Alex McGrath. You have to have hope. If you don't have hope, you have nothing. And we've all seen the way Shane Beamer has changed this game football program and has brought hope back into the fan base. But while that is true, this point also remains true. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. And right now, the only thing you can really solidly go in this game and say is say, well, we hope this happens. We hope this happens. We hope this happens. There's no reason. There's no reason, football reason, that South Carolina is even going to hang in the ballgame with Georgia. Absolutely none. You go down the list, guys, of position units, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, O-line, D-line, secondary, linebacker, go through all of them. How many boxes do you check for the Gamecocks? Maybe one. If you want to say running backs, fine. Maybe one. I'll take it a step further, guys. How many Gamecocks would be starting for Georgia today? Two? Maybe maybe three? Maybe three. I mean, that's pushing. I'm thinking J.J. Barre, Jordan Birch, because they wanted him. Maybe one of your running backs? I love Shane Beamer, guys. I believe in what Shane Beamer's building. South Carolina, I will point that out, will be ready to play tomorrow night. South Carolina will approach this game the right way. And South Carolina, it's not going to be the Gamecocks we've seen the last couple of years where they lay down and just, you know, just, just, just take it. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're going to see a football team play this game the right way from start to finish. And I told you guys in the preseason, right, I picked this as a 38-17 to 17 loss in the preseason. And my point was this. Hey, you're not on Georgia's level yet. You have to recruit to get there, right? That's a given. That's obvious. You've got to recruit and build to get there. That's no indictment on Shane Beamer. That's no indictment on the coaching staff. That's more than anything an indictment on the guy on the other sideline that you paid $13 million to get the hell out of town. But you're not there yet. You're just not there yet, top to bottom. And that's okay. But a game like this, and really, as I told you guys, this first season, a lot of it is more about how you play. The final result matters. The final result is very important, but it's about how you play. How do you play in a game like this? How do you attack Georgia? Do you, do you make Georgia earn every yard, earn every point? Do you make them sweat it all? Do you make them, no matter if they win by 30 or lose by 30, does Georgia look up at the end and say, man, we do not want to play South Carolina again? 
They made us earn everything. They made the game hard on us. They made it tough on us. That's what I want to see. Because when you look at this football game and you look at the score, and guys, again, it's been really fun hearing the positivity and the optimism from some Gamecock fans. I've heard scores all the way from 31 to 28. Georgia's going to win. It's going to be a back-and-forth game. Who has the ball last type of game, believe it or not? You know, I've heard people say 38 to 35, you know, 21 to 14. I mean, I've heard all types of scores and everything. But realistically, guys, again, I just keep going back to this. Zeb Nolan is probably getting the start at quarterback. And I don't know that for certain, but where there's smoke, there's fire. This is almost identical to the situation last week where we kept hearing things. We got into Thursday, then we got into Friday, and we kept hearing things about, oh, Doty's not going to play. Doty's going to be out. You know, we've heard this week Doty's not even taking reps in 11 on 11. And with Zeb Nolan at quarterback, guys, you are going to be too one-dimensional to do anything offensively. Yes, you have good running backs. Your offensive line has shown you nothing in the first two weeks. It's going to tell you you're going to be able to run the football with any success. Guys, Georgia held Clemson to two rushing yards. They've given up one touchdown in two games. And I guarantee you Georgia's going to load the box up and dare you to throw. Yes, Josh Van has been nice to see him emerge early in the season. Dak Joyner had a nice catch last week, but this Gamecocks passing game is, is just not built to go into Athens, to go up against a defense like Georgia's and have success. You saw it last week, guys. I mean, what got overshadowed, and again, when you win, things get overshadowed, but what got overshadowed in that game is this, guys. Yes, you held East Carolina to two third-down conversions, and your defense has held opponents to two third-down conversions in the first two games. But guess what, guys? You only converted two third-downs yourself. I mean, you were in third and sevens, third and eights, third and nines all day because you couldn't run the football. And, guys, it's going to be very difficult to run the ball again. Georgia, one of the best defensive fronts in all of college football. You can agree with that, disagree with that, but if you disagree, you're wrong. You're wrong. This Georgia defense is elite. They're legit. There's NFL players at every position, and a lot of them go two or three deep as far as guys who will go in the league. So – it's going to be put on Zeb Nolan, and that makes me feel very, very bad. I think the game plan offensively will be to try to run the football and establish the run and you know have 8, 10, 12 play drives, use up clock to keep your defense fresh and to keep Georgia off of the field. On the flip side, who's starting under center for the dogs? Is it Beck? Is it Bennett? Is it Daniels? Who knows? I'll be honest, guys. To me, it doesn't really matter. Georgia's got talent on talent on talent. Your defense has been a really nice surprise at this point this season, guys. But you're getting your first real test tomorrow. You are. You're getting your first real test. And what's unfortunate about it is as good as your defensive line is, Georgia's got an offensive line that can basically nullify your your, your front. They're that good. Five-star and five-star and five-star, guys. And, yeah, stars don't mean everything, but they do in this game. They do. Jimmy's and Joe's, they matter. A guy like J.J. McBarry has to play out of his mind. A guy like Jordan Burch has to play out of, his, out of his mind. Your secondary will get a real test. And I think your defense, I think your defense is going to fight scratch and claw. I think your defense is going to hang on as long as they can. Because I do think, I do think this defense is improved from last year. I know it's only been two games against quote-unquote lesser opponents, but at least the way they are playing 
makes us feel, hey, this is, is going to be an improvement. It's going to be an improved unit. Again, how could you really be any worse than you were last year? But again, guys, getting into the nuts and bolts, simply put, Georgia's better than you. Top to bottom, they're better than you. Every position, they're better than you. They outclass you at every single position. And that's not being negative. That's not being a pessimist. You know, I've had a couple of people this week on our live shows and just in content accuse me of being so. And folks, again, there are shows out there, there are podcasts, there are lives, there are entities that will stroke your ego and will try to convince you otherwise. But on this show and in our content, folks, I'm as optimistic as they come, but I'm going to shoot you straight. I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. And the reality is this, Georgia's legit. Georgia is elite. You are not at that level. Now, again, a lot of good can come out of this football game. I think there are things that can happen in this football game. And again, I'm not, I'm not preaching moral victories. I'm not saying be happy in a loss. But I think there are things that can happen in this football game where you're able to show progress and carry that over into a pivotal game against Kentucky next weekend at home, a game you desperately need to win. That would be huge for your season. We'll be getting a huge early tenure win for Shane Beamer. I think the Gamecocks will have a good game plan ready to go against Shane Beamer's SEC debut as a head football coach, guys. I think he'll have a great game plan ready to go. I think you'll see the Gamecocks throw the kitchen sink at Georgia. I think you're going to see some different play calls offensively. I think defensively, it's going to be pressure, 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 pressure. I think in special teams, I'd be shocked if the Gamecocks don't have something unique planned in that facet of the game. But guys, when it boils down to it, the reality is this. Georgia is just better than you are. And unfortunately, and I know Gamecock fans have just been up in arms about that 32 points, but they just can't believe it. They can't believe Georgia will be a 32-point spread. Many people say, well, it's a rivalry game, so it'll be closer than that. Well, that to me, like the fact, you cannot hang your hat on that, guys. South Carolina Clemson's a rivalry too. Has that helped at all in that series? And to act like Georgia's never, never blown out South Carolina is laughable at best. It happened literally last year. So, again, top to bottom, guys, the dogs are better than you. Offensively, and again, does Luke Doty play? At this point, I guess nobody knows. But it's sounding like, again, where there's smoke, there's fire, it's going to be the Zeb Nolan show yet again. The question to me is not, can South Carolina score enough to win? The question to me is, how many times does, does the Gamecocks offense cross the 50? And, and I'm not over-exaggerating. I, I'm, not, I'm not being funny. I'm being dead serious. I think the over-under should be set at probably at one and a half. I think Georgia's legit defensively. I think they're elite. I, I just think South Carolina will be able to do nothing. I, I don't think they're going to be able to run the football effectively enough to make this a second-half game. There's nothing that you've seen in the first couple of games, guys. Again, you are who you are as a football team. And I love what Shane Beamer's doing. I love what Shane Beamer's building. And, guys, it doesn't matter if South Carolina wins by 50 or loses by 50. My opinion on that is not going to change. And that's why I've been injecting this, this, this realism and this perspective all week because I don't want fans – I think it's unhealthy to set improper expectations of your first-year head coach in a game where his team is flat-out outmanned, guys. Shane Beamer is a football coach. He is not a miracle worker. Do not ask miracles of this man. He's just a football coach. There's only so much he can do. He can't sprinkle magic fairy dust on his guys and make them be on Georgia's level. Because that's the difference, guys, at Jimmy's and Joe's. Look at Georgia's recruiting and the guys they have on the roster. It's not even comparable. 
It's not even comparable. So can Salcon across the 50? Can they even score one touchdown? Can they score one? That's my question. You only scored one offensive touchdown against East Carolina last week, guys. You could say, well, the refs, and if this wouldn't happen, that, but it did happen. It did happen. I told you guys in preseason, it's going to be a little bit of a wacky year. Some weird things are going to happen. You're a bit of a, hate to say it, a bit of a ragtag bunch right now. And Shane Beamer's trying to squeeze blood out of a rock, getting this crew to six wins in a bowl game. And it's okay, but that's just where you are right now. Offensively, I think Georgia on offense will, will eventually wear down this Gamecocks defense. I, I just think, you know, you're going to go three and out offensively. You're going to have to give the football to Georgia. Your defense will hang tough as long as they can. I don't think it matters who's at quarterback for Georgia. They have enough athletes all over their offense to beat you. Um, I think your secondary gets a, a, little, a little bit humbled this week. I, I do. I, I, unfortunately, I hate to say that. I think your secondary will get humbled. I don't think your secondary is as good as they've shown the first two weeks. I think secondary is still a big question mark. I mean, you've got guys in that back half that are FCS transfers and D2 transfers. And, you know, you held up against EIU. You held up against ECU. But this ain't EIU or ECU. This is UGA. And they're for real. They're for real. So I think the Gamecocks will fight. I think they'll play the game the right way. I think they'll approach the game. Maybe there's a couple of positives you can pull from it, but guys, uh, this one's never in doubt. This one's never in doubt. Georgia's the better football team, top to bottom. They outclass you at every position, and they will show that. And I think Georgia's also pissed from the 2019 season. Um, I think Georgia has not forgotten what South Carolina did the last time they were in there. And um, again, what type of factor does that really have? Not a ton. But the factor that matters in this one is, again, Georgia is just better than you. They'll wear you down defensively. Uh, they'll pull away even more in the second half. Offensively, you're going to be able to do nothing. I, I mean, literally, I don't know if you're going to get 100 yards of offense. And, I, I mean, I, I just don't know. I don't know how it's going. I don't know how you're going to score. I think it'd be a minor miracle if the Gamecocks hit double digits and points. So, with all that being said, like I said, if the game doesn't go the way you want it to, if the game doesn't go – you know, you're 31 to 28 of the Gamecocks. God forbid, don't win. Again, guys, this program is still headed in the right direction. Things are trending upward in Columbia, South Carolina. The win last weekend showed me that. The way these guys played, the way they fought, the way they overcame adversity. But you are not at Georgia's level right now. And right now being the key word. That's why you hired Shane Beamer to get you there but it's going to take a couple of years. It's going to take, take a couple of years of recruiting classes. It's going to take a couple of years of development. It's going to take a couple of years of building this thing. Again, Shane Beamer is a head football coach. His staff he hired, they are football coaches. They are not miracle workers. And South Carolina even hanging in this game, making it a game late third quarter, early fourth, would be nothing short of a miracle. With that being said, guys, final score for me, locking in. Give me dogs 38, Gamecocks. Seven. Again, I just, I just, I don't know how you're going to get anything really mustered offensively. And I think the touchdown, honestly, guys, comes from, I think your defense or special teams will make a play for you at some point that sets you up fairly well on their side of the field. And maybe you're able to capitalize. But it, it you know, that 32 point spread, guys, again, many of you have scoffed at it. You just can't believe it. I think Vegas nailed it. I think Vegas nailed the spread. I, I could see Georgia covering that. I could see the game being worse than I've predicted. You know, if you start turning the football over and you play really sloppy football, guys, if the team that showed up last week at ECU, if that team shows up, you will lose by 50, and it won't even be close. It might be 35 nothing at halftime if you play that way. I'm not even joking. So, with that being said, guys, like I said, positives can come from this game this weekend. There's no question in my mind. Positives can happen. 
but you got to be realistic and you just got to understand the task that's at hand. Maybe something crazy happens. Maybe, maybe it's 2019 all over again. And just, there's some weird magic in the air in Sanford stadium, but a night kickoff against the dogs, arguably the best defense in all college football. And you've got Zeb Nolan under center and they've got athletes on athletes on athletes on their offensive side. And I think they're much better offensively than our fans want to give them credit. I don't care what they did against Clemson guys. Clemson's got one of the best defenses in all college football. They put up 56 on UAB. They've got some weapons. They've got some playmakers and they're just going to be too much for you. I think it'll be Georgia throwing haymakers all night long and the Gamecocks will just kind of have to sit there and take it again. It's all about how you play. You can lose 38 to seven and play the right way. You can lose 38 to seven and battle and fight to the final whistle and fight and the clock hits zero. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Anything beyond that is Gucci. Anything beyond that, I'm cool with. But that's what I want to see more than anything. Like I told you guys, in year one of Shane Beamer, I want to see a well-coached football team. That's what I want to see, a well-coached football team. Once you have a well-coached football team, then you can go get the Jimmys and Joes. Then you can go get some big-time ball players. Because to beat a team like Georgia at their place at night, you need some big-time ball players, And guys, unfortunately, guys like Alshon Jeffrey and Marcus Lattimore and Steven Garcia and Connor Shaw and, and uh, Jadavion Clowney and Melvin Ingram, those guys are not walking through that door tomorrow night. You got to challenge Georgia with the guys you got. Unfortunately, I don't think it's enough. Give me Georgia 38, South Carolina 7, as the Gamecocks fall to 2-1 and one and lose their SEC opener. So again, guys, it's going to do it all for me. Like I said, lock me in 38 to seven. Georgia would love to hear your score predictions, your thoughts on the game. Where am I right? Where am I wrong? What do you think is going to happen tomorrow night as the Gamecocks travel between the hedges? Looking for a big W. Guys, I appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Thank you for supporting Rock with the Content. Another successful week for TSUS. If you're traveling to Athens, safe travels. Best of wishes, best of luck dealing with those dog fans. If you're not going, like I said, guys, and you're around, watch party tomorrow at Carolina Ale House in Harbison in Columbia, South Carolina. Would love to have you out there. Would love to party with some local Gamecocks. Also, guys, tell them you're with TSUS. Get 10% off your entire order. Doesn't matter if it's food, it's drink, whatever it may be. Let's have us a good time and let's cheer on the Gamecocks. But guys, other than that, appreciate you all tuning in. Have a fantastic weekend, and I'll leave you with this. Go Cox, beat Georgia, to hell with Georgia, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.